Hi everyone, welcome to my dad's podcast. What's up everybody and welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I don't remember which episode we're on, but uh, welcome to it. We're going to talk today about black and white thinking. How many people struggle with black and white thinking? Um, but before, <clears throat> before that, I just want to point out, we are four weeks left in the year. There are four weeks left in 2020, and I freaking can't believe it. 20, or 2020, you can see you see how far I am behind? There are four weeks left in 2022. How insane is that? I started this podcast back in March, and I committed to the one episode a week, if you've been following along. Um, I, I originally committed to the one episode a week for the rest of the year, but then I altered that. I'm going to do one episode a week until it's been a year, and I'm going to take a break and just get right back to it. But um, <clears throat> it's just, it's crazy. I, I cannot believe 2022 is almost gone. Um, in a couple of weeks, <laughs> everything, you know how it gets those last couple of weeks of the year, it's just kind of like we're living in a time warp. It seems like it goes super fast and super slow at the same time, so... We basically have two more weeks of, of real life weeks uh, of 2022. So um, before I forget, also, I hope you had a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, I did with Charlie. It was amazing. Um, any holidays with her, it was actually just me and her. We got to spend some time together. So, um, so yeah. But <clears throat> I wanted to talk today about something that is one of the biggest killers of mental health uh, with clients that I work with, and it's black and white thinking. Um, how many people really struggle with black and white thinking and that real polarizing um, binary, yes, no, black, white, left, right, red, blue, pro, anti uh, thinking? And, 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 how many people struggle with just labeling things black and white that happen in our lives or that happen in our day? Um, and I see how this really, really affects mental health. And it's something that I work on with my clients is trying to get out of that black and white mindset because there is very little black and very little white in the world. The world is lived in the gray. And I think it's really difficult these days, especially because of the narratives that um, the media, the news, social media, politics, um, religion, even obviously medical choices, are pushing a very polarizing viewpoint. And that is simply because that's what sells. That's what grabs attention. It's not because that's what's right. That's what's normal. You know, the news is not trying to keep us informed. They're trying to keep us paying attention. And because our brains actually are kind of built and kind of designed to think black or white, or that's our base instinct, there is some psychology in that, and I'll get to that in just a minute, but, you know, if someone's trying to capture your attention, 
and just get you to pay attention. They don't care, you know, how they do it or what they're telling you. The best way to do that is to hammer home and to play to that part of our brain that does want everything to be black and white. And I try to remember that. I try. I'm looking at a lot of things in the media and things in the news and things that have been reported and kind of see just like how polarizing and how black and white and especially even like with the whole cancel culture thing. Like that's so weird to me where it's like we have people and I, I, and I'm all for accountability, especially when somebody does something fucked up, but like, you got people dredging up things that happened years ago. And um, well, hopefully ambulance coming. Hopefully one of my neighbors didn't die. Um, that was fucked up. Sorry. Um, but it's very polarizing. It's like people are either good or people are bad. There's no in between. And that's the reality of being a human being is that we are messy, flawed individuals who make mistakes. And the more we go down this road of not being able to identify when someone is kind of manipulating our emotions with high emotion, black and white, you know, polarizing thinking, we're very easily manipulated and then we're more likely to do it within ourselves. Okay. So the problem with looking at everything in black and white. Actually, before I get to that, let me back up. And so our brain's primary function is to keep us alive. And it's really, really good at that. It's really, really good at that. Unfortunately, it often comes at the expense of our own happiness, our own peace of mind. So our brain is its number one job really is to keep us alive. And the top thing it does to do that is it scans for threats. It's a threat detection machine. This is a threat. This is safe. This is good. This is bad. I, I can live if I go this way. I'll die if I go this way. That's the first, like the, the most base level operating thing that your brain is doing. It's why we have these gut fight or flight instincts. It's to keep us alive. And so on the base level, our brain is trying to categorize things as safe or unsafe. And that's some of the underlying things that's going on. And so when we start to sort of flex that muscle and practice that way of thinking on stuff that is not you know, life, death, safe, unsafe. We get really, really good at it because our, our brain likes that. It likes to classify things as good or bad because it, it's very simple. Then you see, then your brain doesn't have to think logically about things. It's a snap judgment. It's done. It expends less energy using the prefrontal cortex, which is the left is for logic and the right is for creativity. That's the most energy hungry part of the brain. That's the part of the brain that it takes up a lot of energy to use. And you have to think logically and you have to think creativity, 
creatively to not just go black, white and be like, well, actually, you know, things are in the gray. Um, you know, this person has these great things that they did and they have these bad things that they did or, or this current event topic, like there's this, these positive things about it and there's these negative things about it. It might be good for some people, but not for the other. Um, you know, I like what this party has to say. I, I like what this party has to say on this thing. I like the other party's view on this. Like I'm more in the middle, like that takes more thinking. It takes up more energy. So your brain wants to classify things as good and bad. The problem with doing that too much and the problem with building that habit is that if you are constantly viewing everything through that lens of good, bad, black, white, right, wrong, you're either with me or you're against me. If you disagree with me, you're on the other side, is that eventually you will come to the conclusion that you are bad. Because... You are a party or you are a witness to 100% of the things you do 24 7, 365. And eventually you're going to remember or you're going to pay attention to enough mistakes, enough things that you judge as bad. You're going you're gonna to start to feel shame because you're going to view yourself as bad. And that is where we really get into black and white thinking really badly. And the thing that comes with black and white thinking is when we, we label ourselves or we label something as bad, we, we create a story around it. We make meaning out of stuff that really has no meaning well, I made this mistake or I failed at this or I, you know, accidentally did this. I must, I must be a bad person. It's like, holy shit. Like we're really, we're really taking things to the extreme. And the more we get into this black and white thinking, the more we, we go down this road, the more we're going to judge ourselves because we're literally judging everyone and everything else. And it's, it's about, it's about like free thinking and it's about deciding to come up with our own definition of things. Because again, the last thing that we want is to be judging ourselves as bad because there's there's nothing that's that's shame and shame is at the root of a lot of if not all of the problems that we have because we're ashamed of being a human being and so one of the ways that you start to get out of the black and white thinking one of the ways that you start to um, move away and start to live in the gray, as I as I call it. I told one of my clients to buy a bunch of gray T-shirts because she's trying to get out of the black and white thinking. Um, is to simply practice holding space for the opposite view. 
Like, if I make a mistake and I'm like, oh my gosh, this means this, and this is so bad. All I have to do is ask myself, like, am I open to the possibility that that's not right? Am I open to the possibility that this is just my brain trying to classify things as one way or the other? Am I open? I asked one of my clients this. I was like, how many times have you been wrong in your life? And he was like, oh, God, like, I can't even count. Like, it's, I can't even count, like, just today. I was like, yeah, me too. So what, what are the chances that maybe you're wrong about this judgment that you're making about yourself? He was like, <laughs> and that's a question that I ask myself a lot when I get into these black and white thinking spirals of like, this is good, this is bad. I'm good when I do this, I'm bad when I do this. Because like, what if, what if that was wrong? What else might be possible is what my coach always asks me. And all you have to do to start to practice getting out of the black and white thinking is to entertain, like, is it possible? Just open yourself up. Is it possible that maybe this isn't black or maybe this isn't white? Is this possible? Is it possible that the other might be true? And if it is, then boom, now you're welcoming yourself into the gray. So a lot of the things that I talk about boil down to paying attention, paying attention to what you are Uh, paying attention to like what you're thinking, what you're feeling, like slowing down. The greatest gift that you can give your own mental health is to pay attention, to just be conscious and stop living in this very reactive way because the way that we live our lives is very reactive and that lends itself to more black and white thinking. And so one of the greatest things you can do to get out of the black and white thinking mindset is to simply just question your thinking. Just question your thinking. Man, okay, I've got an incoming call, so I don't know if uh, I'm still recording. Oh, we are, yeah. So question your thinking. Is it possible I'm wrong? What else might be possible? Do I really need to label this as good or bad right now? Is that helpful? Is, or is this just my brain trying to make a reaction? So it's about deep breath, paying attention, being aware what our thoughts are doing. Like, if we can be aware of what's going on in our head and what's going consequently going on in our body 
and just practice that awareness of our internal state of our thoughts because we're all self-hypnotizing ourselves. We are all hypnotizing ourselves to believe one way or to believe a bunch of stuff that may or may not be true. And the more that we have conscious control over what we choose to believe, because you can choose to believe anything you want. My mom told me this when I was like, 23 and of course I did not want to hear it and uh, she's like you can whatever you believe yourself to be you are and I was like okay mom like so if I believe that I'm Batman I'm am I Batman and she looked me dead in the face and goes yes and I was like okay sure and Really what she was saying was that if you actually go through life believing that you are Batman and experiencing being Batman, then yes, for all intents and purposes, to you, you are Batman. And that's kind of all that matters because it, what other people think doesn't really matter. Of course, she probably wouldn't believe that I'm Batman if I really believed I was Batman. But does that have anything to do with whether or not I believe I'm Batman? No, it doesn't. And just for the record, I don't think I'm Batman. Um, I think I would make a pretty good Batman, though. Um, so we get to choose what we believe. And yes, a lot of this comes down to conditioning. And we've been conditioned. We've been practicing believing that things are right or wrong, good or bad, for a really long time. And what we need to do is to pay attention to when we are making those judgments because black and white thinking is judgments. And the more things we're judging about others, the more things we're judging about the world, the more we're going to be judging about ourselves. I made a mistake the other day and I remember my initial reaction was to be really hard on myself and kind of beat myself up. And I remember just thinking like... <laughs> This is just part of being a human being. You make mistakes. You say things that you wish you could take back. You do things that you wish you could do differently. Some, I, you know, I ask my clients this question all the time. What are the guarantees in life? And they say death and taxes. And I say also and fucking up. It's guaranteed. Like if it's guaranteed that we're all going to make mistakes, it doesn't mean that we're bad people for making mistakes that's black and white thinking I, i've seen this for years when i work with people on their nutrition like the biggest thing that i i see people struggle with is they go they're very all or nothing and when they do that it works great when they're all and when they're nothing they feel so much shame so much self hate and self beating up and it's just that's not how the world works that's not how it is and if we can pay attention if we can kind of wake up to like what's being shoved down our throats and what we're exposing ourselves to on with the news and social media and you know all this stuff that's coming at us that is very polarizing and very black and white we can step outside of the matrix if you will and and step outside of what's being uh 
um, what's being said to try and capture our attention and be like, oh, like, is that really true? Do I really believe, do I need to believe that? Like, you know, my, my favorite is when people discuss like decisions that the president made or some high level politician. And they're really just like, I don't know why they did that. Like, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, you think there's not some factors involved that maybe you don't know about? Like, they question the decision, like, as if they're privy to all the same information that that politician is. I'm not saying that there aren't some decisions that should be questioned, but I mean, like, damn, like, we don't have all the information. And so that's above my, I just, I don't even get into that. I don't get into second guessing um, things like that or criticizing people or Monday morning quarterbacking, um, unless it's literally, you know, about a quarterback in a football game I watched. Um, but we have to understand how the world, like what, what's happening in the world and what's being, uh, what's being presented to us, plus how our brains work and the natural uh, inclination to judge really pushes us towards black and white thinking and, and judging things as right or wrong. And we have to be aware of that so we can counteract it. Like when you start to understand how your brain works, you can see what's happening and then it doesn't come like a, it doesn't become a pathologized thing because a lot of times what I do when I work with a client, we'll, we'll start working on something like this and it's like, okay, I want to, I want to have less black and white thinking and then now you're paying attention more to all the times you are black and white thinking and people will think something's wrong with them. And that's just more black and white thinking. But when you understand that, oh, like, okay, this is how my brain works. This is what I've practiced. This is maybe like um, trauma that I've had has helped me think this way. It becomes like, oh, no, yeah, no, I'm not broken. It's just this is this is what my brain does and now that i'm aware of it now i can start to change it because there is like all it takes is practice and awareness or awareness and practice like there is nothing that is good or bad like the shittiest things that ever happened to me turned out to be the best things that ever happened to me and so if you understand if you keep in mind like how our brains work what the world is telling us and you practice holding space for both viewpoints and you practice like living in that gray, your mental and emotional health will improve. It's guaranteed. So that's all I got for you today. Pay attention to this black and white thinking Notice when you're doing it and remind yourself that the world isn't black and white. Hold space for the opposite idea and understand there's a reason why you're thinking that way. It's why it's how your brain is designed and it's what's being shoved down our throats. If you can do that, if you can practice that, you will feel better. You will not have as much black and white, as much polarizing thinking. But you have to start with awareness. All right. Thank you guys very much. I will see you on the next episode. Have a great rest of your day. Take care.